to Let's Talk, BFC's daily podcast. I'm Kathleen. We are continuing to look at objections or questions that you may come up against when sharing the gospel or your faith with someone. Today we will look at two which are related. The first, don't I have to give up fill in the blank to be saved and forgiven? Several years ago, I listened to a man speak here in Sebring. He was known as an evangelist. He has had numerous opportunities to share his version of the gospel with a lot of celebrities, athletes, and others. He told us of a conversation he had had with a young man at a camp who was telling about his life and confessed that he had been using cocaine. After 45 minutes into the conversation, the young man asked, Well, is this the point where you're going to start talking to me about Jesus? And the man said, No. The surprised young man said, You're not? And the man explained that he was not ready for Jesus and that it was not his day to get saved. He did not hate his sin enough to want to repent and walk away from it. He loved the world way too much. I was quite surprised. That man made the conscious decision that this young man did not deserve or have the ability to be saved because of his cocaine addiction and would not give him the opportunity to hear the gospel. Very sad. Let me ask you a question. When Jesus died on the cross, how many of your sins did he die for? All of them. How many of your sins were still in the future when he became your substitute on the cross? All of them. It happened over 2,000 years ago, and you weren't even a twinkle in your parents' eye, but you were in his. Sin is no longer the issue. Your salvation is based on the object you are placing your trust in, Jesus. Do you believe or not? Some people claim you must repent of your sins to get into heaven. Most people don't realize that the phrase, repent of your sins, is found nowhere in the Bible. They think it means to be sorry for the sin, give it up, or promise never to do it again. Good luck with that. We don't have the ability to give up our sins apart from Christ and the Holy Spirit. The word repent in the Greek is metanoia. Meta meaning change, as in metamorphosis, and noia, as in mind. To change one's mind about one thing to another. This happens in salvation. We change our minds about what we've been trusting in to make us happy or to get into heaven and put our trust instead in the gospel and what Jesus did for us on that cross. John 5.24 Verily, verily, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. The only thing we have to give up is our pride. It takes humility to understand that we can't do it for ourselves. We need Jesus to do it for us. Our second question is, can a person be too great a sinner to be saved or forgiven? But you don't know what I've done. Terrible things. How could he want me or forgive me? To God, sin is sin. There are no little sins versus big whopper sins, no venial versus mortal sins. Again, how many of your sins did Jesus die for on the cross? Just how much love did and does the Father have for you? His grace and mercy are infinite. To us, this is incomprehensible. As we talked about last week, for a righteous God to be just and fair, he has to judge sin the same for all. He can't make exceptions. If you want to talk about a whopper sinner, let's consider Saul of Tarsus. 
He zealously persecuted the church, even to the point of death. Then he ran into someone he did not expect on the road to Damascus. 1 Timothy 1, 12-16 states, And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me, because he counted me faithful, putting me in ministry, although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Paul himself considered himself the chief of sinners. If anyone didn't deserve to be in heaven, it was Paul, and it is us. Not only was Paul redeemed, but the Lord used him greatly in ministry and spreading the gospel, and he wants to use little old you and me also. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2, 3-4 Aren't you glad that God's thoughts are not our thoughts and His ways are above our ways? I would like to wish you all a blessed Christmas. If you have some extra time, try looking up an event in history that I was not aware of until recently, the 1914 Christmas Truce, which took place during World War I. In a world filled with such division, this incredible story may encourage you and show the power of His love in this season in such a miracle. Let's pray. Father, you are worthy of all glory and honor and praise. Thank you for sending us your Son, wonderful, counselor, mighty God, Prince of Peace, of whom we celebrate this season. Thank you for your immense gift of grace and mercy and the knowledge that no matter how big our sins and failures are, we can still have a relationship with you for eternity by placing our trust in Christ's finished work. We love you, and in his precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.